Rob Meow. Now, bitch. Um, yeah, sorry guys, I'm eating on the pod, but uh, I was a little derailed this morning because um, I, I created a social security account, uh, or social security administration account, to uh, which you can do, I just learned. And guess what, folks? I've uh, earned 30 of my 40 required credits to um, qualify for retirement, which means in the next couple years, I will reach the full 40, and uh, that means I could theoretically disable myself until oh. until I become 67, uh, and I could never and I could retire early, basically, as long as I disable myself in uh, in a way that prevents me from work. Okay, and I could still get all my benefits when I hit 67. So how would you like to be disabled? What can we do to help you? I don't know, dude. I mean, I mean, my initial thought was like, you know, severe injury to a limb. So like, you know, I can't like, so I have to limp all the time maybe. Although I don't oh, know if that, yeah. if that qualifies for like disability. What about uh, erectile disability? Hold up. I'm just chilling I'm already there, dude. I, it's, you should say, my, my penis doesn't work. This is a disability. It's preventing me from being a sex worker. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if anyone's ever used that excuse before. It's like, hey, my name is uh, Jenna Jameson. Or wait, she's a woman. My name is... Uh, Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. And uh, my penis is disabled and I can't work anymore. I, I think that would work. That would hold up in a, in a court of law. What's weird about this account is it tracks your, like, it shows your entire work history and your earnings. Folks, I've been in the workforce for since 2005, 16-year-long uh, worker, um, and I have not made very much money at all. <laughs> Wait, it actually uh, shows how much money you've made? It shows the, the taxable income, yes. What is this called? It's the Social Security Administration. You can make your own account. And it'll like, because, you know, the way oh, it works yeah. is like, you get taxed every paycheck, you know, a little bit comes out for Social Security, Medicare, all that stuff that you're qualified for at 67. We're six, our retirement age is 67, by the way. Mm. Um, and uh, so, yeah, you can, they, they fucking track all that. What's, what's fucking depressing, though, is that, like, you just really realize, like, to see how it all works, like, see how the sausage is made, it's like, you realize how arbitrary it all is. <laughs> like, Someone just decided on these fucking rules, like back in like 1930, and they were like, "Yep, this is going to be it, and this is just how it works." And like, so like anybody who like legit who actually appeals to the system, they're like, "No, this is how the system works. You have to do it this way." You know, like whenever I argue with Republicans about like, you know, food stamps and shit, they're like, "I paid into Social Security, blah 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 blah," and it's just you just realize that it's all fucking arbitrary like we could totally redesign it in a totally different way there's no r rhyme or reason to it yeah and and I, I gotta say that if i'm still working at age 67 uh i will off myself probably because that's that's insane that you have to work until you're 67 years old yeah like old old grandma's out there working well apparently uh, you can you can crazy. apply for early retirement at 62 but you get reduced benefits yeah, fuck I mean, that. Other people are working way beyond that. So, oh, dude, we're sad. never going to be able to retire because, like, I'm not even going to have enough savings to retire. It's mm -hmm. it, you know anyway, you know. That's why we have to invent something. Get in, get rich, and get out. 
Um, so uh, I guess kind of similar to this in, in terms of getting in and getting rich and getting out uh, as it relates to getting in. I was thinking about concurrent sentences recently because um, Derek Chauvin is going to have concurrent sentences for all three of the crimes that he was found mm-hmm. guilty of. Hell yeah, bitch. So, I mean, I'm just so, glad he got convicted. Yeah, yeah. So so technically, even though you know the, the total amount of sentencing years that he's going to receive is like 70, they'll run it concurrently and he'll be in prison for like 15. And I got to thinking, well, maybe I should just commit all the crimes and just hope that I get concurrent sentences. So like I'll rob and I'll steal and I'll commit forgery and fraud and all this stuff. And just hopefully the judge will be like, well, this is your first offense, so I'm going to run all 69 of these crimes that you committed concurrently. And so I only spend like two years in, in, in prison. Yeah. Does that make sense? That's not how that works at all, bitch. Yeah, you, you yeah, it is. Try. You, should, <laughs> no, you should do it. How how do you think it works, bitch? Explain. Because if they're separate crimes, like his are running concurrently, because all his fucking crimes related to the My one man thing out here with really Floyd. talking with a mouthful of food. Dude, God. I know the listeners, the philosophers, uh, are Just gonna dis- hate it. The ASMR people are <clears throat> disgusted right now. I'm almost yeah. done. Yeah. Sorry, dude. I was trying to calculate when I could fucking retire. No, uh, because I think those are concurrent because they all have to do with the same crime, the mm-hmm. killing George Floyd. I think if you're doing like disparate crimes, they're not going to fucking do them concurrently. They're going to stack them up on top of each other, Tetris style. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think you're right there. I think I would be the uh, the slim piece that slides down the side and knocks out four rows at, at once, and I'd run all these at the same time. Well, there's only one way to find out, dude. The only way to find out is to, is to commit all the crimes. Mm-hmm. Commit we, all the crimes. No, yeah, it's not like we could go ask a lawyer or you know look this up even on Wikipedia. We have to actually <laughs> just do the crimes. You just gotta find out. Yeah, uh, I, I I think that the judges have a whole lot of leeway in how they do this. So they do. Uh, as someone that knows a lot of the judges in Louisville, I, I think, think or we're the city that we live in. Fuck. Uh, I, I think I could get away with it. I think they'd see like, oh, this guy's he's, he's a good dude. You know what? Run it concurrently. So you're yeah. you're banking on your white privilege there. No, I'm I'm banking on my my networking abilities. Okay. I mean, the white privilege doesn't hurt, but yeah. Yeah, well, that too. <clears throat> Interesting interestingly enough, uh there are basically no male judges in in the city. It's a it's a phenomenon. How many? It's actually, I, I think in like there in district judges there might be fourteen total, and I think there's two men. That's is that a new thing, or is that? I think it's pretty. I think it's very common. It's pretty common. Why is it uh, common? I, I I don't know, but my assumption is that people. All right, folks. I'm done eating. Sorry. Jesus Christ. Thank God. Thank God. I think people look kindly on, on, on women as judges. They think that they can be uh, more more rational. But is that, is that sexist? Or is that reverse sexism? I, I don't know. They think like women are more like caring and nurturing and so they'll give them like yeah. Yeah, I think le- that's, less harsh sentences. I think that might be the way that it's looked at. 
I feel like but the I'm opposite. Sure. I feel like the the uh, opposite of that intent happens though. Like women feel like they have to overcompensate for sexist stereotypes about them, and so they end up like, you know, uh, uh, ruling, giving harsher judgments, or or, or behaving less woman like. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's actually what like some some studies have shown that about like female cops is like they try to overcompensate for the fact that they're a, a female cop, and they like end up like shooting their gun more and shit. That's what they also say about the NBA refs. They say that uh, the, the women NBA refs end up giving out more technicals. Yeah. Because they feel I like mean, they have to assert themselves. I'd be curious, you know, like, once that, like, playing field evens out in terms of numbers of women, I'm specifically geared towards the NBA comment, but, like, there's, like, t- I, can, I, I can picture two, like, only two women refs in the NBA, so to me, it's not like a very good number. Yeah, to start it's with. not a it's not a good sample size. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I th- there definitely could be some truth to it, but I think we have to see like larger, like larger sample and like evenly distribute like two v two men versus women. Let's, mm. let's like during the game, let's just see what happens. This is the number one statistics podcast. It is, folks. I took. Um, several graduate level statistics courses. Oh, you gotta you gotta clarify that they're so, a graduate level. Mm-hmm, I do. <laughs> you yeah. you academic? I took one undergraduate level statistics course. You had to qualify that to to make it sound like you know more than most people, and so they can't dispute. you. I mean, I'm sorry. There is a difference between a fucking like intro to stats course in in college in undergrad versus a fucking uh, experimental graduate statistics course. Experimental. Hmm. What about it was experimental? It was called experimental statistics. Okay. It means it's bullshit. How is statistics experiment? Well, I guess they're all kind of. Experiment- you, you well, no, it's like you use them in experimental design. Like if you're if you're designing an experiment for a study, hmm. you use okay. statistics to analyze the results. Gotcha. So it was like applied statistics, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Nerd shit. Uh, all right. Fine. I'll start my own. Uh, graduate school podcast uh <laughs> even though i'm not even in graduate school anymore yeah yeah you're still I, in that landscape but wait me me and wayne both went to graduate schools so mm-hmm. suck oh, my winner that's true i forgot yeah yeah <clears throat> idiot well um, you don't know a damn it. thing scone it oh yeah i want to make an addendum to uh a comment that was made in the last episode yeah, because PHWD said that he always says lettuce, tomato, onions, pickle, mm-hmm. and I was thinking about it, and I do not say that. I say lettuce, tomato, pickles, onions. I think I meant to say that. Yeah, and I just ended up agreeing with you because I'm a, a sheep, a sheeple. No, I was thinking about that, and I think I actually say that too. What do you say, Wayne? You will be de- the deciding factor. I don't know. I listened to that bit and. It's hard for me to, to remember because usually I'm just like, they're like, do you want the toppings? And I'm like, yeah, give me them all. No pickle. Oh, yeah. You're one of those no pickle guys. I'll eat, I yeah. eat pickles now if they're bread and butter, but I don't like dill pickles. Dill, dill gives me the heebie-jeebies. The heebie-jeebies. But the I, heebie-jeebies. Think, I think if I were to say, I'd say onion, lettuce, tomato. I'd be like fucking... Uh, what? Just, That's I'd chaotic, dude. Complete anarchy and say onion, lettuce, That's tomato. Joker style. The yeah. OLT? Oh, my God. I guess it. Well, there is the BLT. Yeah, that's a good point. Bacon, lettuce. Maybe tomato. that's what I'm thinking. Maybe I'm thinking bacon. Le- Maybe I'd say lettuce, tomato, onion. I'm gonna start calling it the TBL and just to piss people off. TBL. Like, yeah, I'd like the TBL sandwich. 
tomato lettuce and, bacon. And they're like, what? And I'm like, the TBL? Yeah. I hate that so much. That's the, that's the funny, <laughs> dude, the funniest thing is just to just innocuously uh, say things wrong. <laughs> Like uh, I used to, I used to call it the University of Purdue all the time, just to piss people off. <laughs> nice, because they, you know, it's Purdue University. Especially when you say you go there, you're like, I go to the University of Purdue. Yeah, like, isn't it Purdue University? And you're like, I don't know. Sure. And then, but the best move is afterwards when they like they cock their head and they're like, wait, what? There's something they know something's wrong, and then they try to correct it, and you just double down. That's the best move. You say, no, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's actually University yeah. of Purdue, and you, and then you lie and you say that everyone else is is actually wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you might as well just go <clears throat> completely. Yeah. If you look at the original charter of the school, it's Purdue <laughs> uh, University of Purdue. Yeah. It was updated. All right. Shouts out to the University of Purdue. Um, do you guys ever get like irrationally mad when people put like extra things on like a classic sandwich, like a BLT, and then they still call it a BLT? Uh, like you, you know, put avocado or guacamole yeah. or some shit. I mean, I actually kind of back it avocado BLT. It's pretty good, but just in general, it's like when you start adding things to like sort of a classic dish, it's no longer that dish, right? So when you say adding things, do you mean like a a additional topping? Yeah, like or a condiment. Ingredient non-traditional ingredients condiments are okay to a certain extent um but toppings yeah so like you can't do a blt with uh onions cheese yeah like if you add let's say you add turkey to it then it becomes a club sandwich all right it's not blt anymore yeah no i i I agree with you wayne i think i I agree we 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 have to have categories or else what's the point like how would i order a fucking sandwich if there wasn't categories yeah, I, I don't know. It, anyways, anyways, just had to get that out there. That only goes for food, though. Everything else, who cares about categories? <laughs> categories are... Categories are... Wait, did what happened to fucking Slim Ragu? He just I cut thought, out. Uh, Hello? Huh? You just cut Hello? out Slim Ragu. I did. Yeah. You said categories are... And then you Uh-oh. left us on the cliff. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you were about to say something extremely racist. And Categories are extremely racist and extremely sexist. That's true. I'd... Oh my he God. just did it again. He's saying more fucking slurs and sexist comments, apparently. He's, he's self-bleeping. Dude. <laughs> I, I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> uh, your microphone is cucking you, dude. Yeah, it's, dude. My, it's my internet. It's bad. You should get new I blame, internet. I blame Jasmine. Mm-hmm. It's, she's probably streaming some high Using def all the bandwidth 4k anime and or high def 4k pornography you know what i was thinking about the other day uh the metaphors we use for the internet are, are totally different now you know like when it first started out in the 90s it was this information superhighway. like we, we called it a superhighway, and that was like right. how we met like how we conceived of it now i would say the main metaphor is like the cloud isn't that weird Straight to yeah. the cloud. It's like we've gone from a highway to a cloud. Like, what the fuck, dude? Hmm. That's because information doesn't move anymore. It just exists. Yeah, that's true. It, like, I guess, like, dial-up internet, it was more straight up like a highway. But now that it's, like, fucking, I don't know. Not So here's my, here, here's my thing. <clears throat> you can't touch clouds, mm-hmm. which doesn't make dude. sense. I think what do you mean you can't be... touch clouds? Yes, you can. It's just like concentrated vapor. You can like stick your hand into a cloud. Yeah. If you're standing on the fucking ground, can you touch a cloud? No, but if you're on a mountain peak where there's like clouds around the mountain, yeah. Okay. So here's my point. You can't really touch clouds. 
but you can access the internet easily. I think that instead of the cl- it being the cloud, it should be the fog. No, that's stupid. Because it's on the ground floor. It's on the ground floor. Fog is on the ground. I can't touch the fucking servers. You can touch the internet uh, metaphorically. I can't touch the Google servers where all my shit is stored. Yeah, but you can access it. Yeah, but I'm not like I'm not actually touching it. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. And the internet's not and the internet's not actually a cloud, so that point doesn't make sense. I'm just saying that the I'm cloud we've clouds thought, are not accessible. I'm saying F- that, fog is because it's <clears> on the ground. Dude, all I'm saying is that like because of the way computers work like computers work now where we just have we stream everything that's why that's honestly that's the streaming thing is why we call it the cloud now more than anything why don't we call it the river maybe Creek. we should dude maybe we should maybe we should call it the fucking reservoir dude how about that something really the motherfucking internet do, reservoir we should just the aquifer tron. what tron yeah we should call it tron i never saw that movie dude me neither Pretty sick i loved it Jeff Bridges. Both both uh, both both versions are great. By the way, is he okay, dude? He had cancer. Did he? I, I remember he recently got cancer. Shouts out Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Shouts out Jeff Bridges. Hope you hope you've recovered. Um. um please don't leave us. Uh, but anyway, yeah. What other yeah? The, <laughs> fucking what other metaphors have changed, dude? Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I can't think. Give me an example of another metaphor. Chess. People and, use chess as a metaphor all the time, like like 4D chess. Or yeah, or you're, you're playing you're playing checkers. We're playing chess, kind of thing. I guess people still use that. I like that one because chess and checkers are played on the same board. Yeah, it's just different piece. I guess the point being that like you can do different kinds of moves in chess than you can in checkers. Yeah, yeah. Checkers is is less strategy. Yeah, checkers chess. all is is one of you know, one pawn. Dude, chess is so hard. Did you? Are, do you guys know how to play chess? Like, yeah. actually, not very. I know well. how to play chess, but I don't no. know like the strategy behind it. Yeah, I don't know any fucking strategy. Well, that's the, yeah, that's the thing. It's crazy. There's like a bunch of interesting strategies, and there's different ways you can. Typically, the, the way I learned is that you always like start with like the same sort of moves. If you're mm-hmm. a beginner, the Sicilian dude. That's yeah. Uh, that's the then, common opening move. And then you you kind of build off from there and then there's a different like there's different strategies that go off of the sicilian it's it's like way too much for me to learn at this point in my life like i just want to play some casual chess every you don't have a, a <clears throat> you don't have a military mind dude no <laughs> <laughs> fucking chess but is a mil- I, is a fucking do, like uh, sergeant's colonel's game dude i do uh these like chess little chess puzzles every day so I, I'm I'm starting to learn how to uh, every day to, to view into the future. Yeah, yeah dude, the Queen's day. Gambit. Are you like trying to uh, prevent Alzheimer's? Is it like one of those things that like I'm supposed to work out your brain muscles? Uh, it's more like a sit on the pot type thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just kill some time. See, I just post to Twitter when I'm sitting on the pot, dude. <laughs> you must be sitting on the pot a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I post Twitter other other times, but but mostly when you're pooping. <clears throat> PhDs is on the toilet a solid eight hours a day. Damn, just uh, this is slander. This is Him not words. true, <laughs> dude. The only the only good move in 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 chess, and it's the one that I always run to, is I I get the queen out as soon as possible, and I just take out as many people as as I can before it gets killed. That's that's the best move. I just fucking send <laughs> yeah. send my queen into the fray of it. Yeah, that, that's how you that, that's how you uh, 
that's how you demonstrate that you're a male feminist, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> put the put the queen on the front line, dude. Yeah, my, I like it. That's a that's a bold strategy. I'm not sure. Women on the front lines. Yeah, yes. I only yeah. Look, dude, that's the only way to achieve equality is is to ensure that the same number of women die as men in in battle. You know yeah, we exactly. Should, we should win a little dark here. <laughs> well, I saw that the the Biden administration is making a big splash about they have uh, nominated like a trans woman and another one and maybe a lesbian or something to like high up positions in the DOD. God, and this, this, I love so it, dude. I love it. Like we, we can't uh, we can't have health care, you know, even in the middle of a pandemic, yeah. we can't have universal health care. But we can have lesbian and trans women in the military in yeah. high positions. I love it, folks. Yeah, they 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 appointed a trans woman as the deputy director of health and human services. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's cool, but like, what the fuck does it do? Yeah, it does not to help me. Right, I have nothing, nothing really. I mean, it's yeah. a it's a nice symbolic move. This but... is the Democrats for you, folks. It's all pure <laughs> symbolic gesture. Yeah. Sim, what's the symbology? The symbology. Oh, did you guys see that uh, there's been new pictures of Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, and Bill Clinton published? Uh, oh, nice. From 1993. From oh, that was uh, so the year that Clinton got in the office. Yeah, you love to see it, folks. You love to see it, oh, Bill, Clinton. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. I did not have sexual relations Jeff, with that Jeff, woman, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, I think this, take, this. Will you take me to your island, Jeff? Hey, Jeffrey. I want to fuck hey, some kids, Jeff. Hey, Jeffrey. I want to have sex with underage kids, Jeff, on your island. Hey, Jeffrey. I'm Don't from Arkansas. Hillary. I'm from yeah, Arkansas. Like, Walmart was built here. Uh, Slim Ragu, uh, you get the you get the best Clinton impression. Oh, nice. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Oh, now he has to try. Yeah, he's gonna really try. Okay. Hillary. 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 You sound oh, like you're dying. <laughs> yeah, you sound like you like. got fucking have you ever Have you ever seen a fucking interview with Bill Clinton? Yeah. Hey, yeah. He, he, he looks sounds... like shit, by the way. Does he? Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, I haven't seen him in a long time, but... Uh... All right, whatever, fine. I'm glad someone is finally stepping up doing some voice acting other than me. Yeah, we... dude, uh, I heard. Uh, listened to the Jesse. That was good. That was pretty good, good, right? Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Maybe a little deeper than his actual, but I, I, I respect it. Yeah, it's pretty solid, pretty on point. Yeah, it's pretty good. Mm. <laughs> come, yeah. come back to me when you get a uh, good James Candlefini. Ooh, that's a tough one. Are you challenge me to come with the, you you ask me to come up with the impression of Candlefini. Come you on. Kind of sound like, you kind of sound like Asian. Come on, <laughs> Carmela. I can't do it. Yeah, you're right. He's he's got kind of like a higher pitched thing he going does, on. Yeah. So you're not really getting that in in your impressions. He's he's got something like weird, you know, like with his cheeks, you know, and like he. Talks he's like he breathe he breathes really heavy in that show. If you've ever, he's like, <sighs> he's yeah, always he like does. breathing heavy. Yeah, which doesn't look, uh, you know, R.I.P. James Gandolfini, but it, it doesn't look like it would take much for him to breathe a little bit heavy all the time. Dude, he was, he was easily probably like 350 pounds, right? He's a big boy. Did but you see was him? He tall, in, too, wasn't he? Was he not tall? I don't know. He's probably I think he was like a pretty big dude. Six foot, six one, maybe. 
Yeah, I he was in uh, Zero Dark thing, dude, Thirty. You, every he was big. every major like every Hollywood yeah, actor four. person like no matter how big they look, there's always a ceiling of like six four at most. Like the tallest people you'll see in movies and TV is six four. And most so like are, you have to like most it, are under six foot. Yeah. So like all the guys who look big on the screen, you just have to sort of assume that like they're probably around six one six two at most. Yeah. Well, it's kind of strange too because it's like. Uh, in uh, when I'm watching like NBA, right, and I see all these guards, I'm like, man, they look so small because they're surrounded by people six six and seven foot, you know. Yeah, so well, look, I mean, think about it. Small, like, so I'm like, if I met one of them in real life, like, they're probably closer to my height than I'm. Like, I'd probably be surprised, you know. There's so few people who are like super tall. It's like if you were in a TV show, like it would be so distracting, you know. If you were mm-hmm. like six six, like. They can't. They just can't have tall people in TV shows, right? Because the majority of the population is just way sh- fucking shorter. Mm-hmm. You know what the one show that actually had tall people in it was, and you could tell because they towered over the rest of the cast, was The Office. Oh yeah, yeah. Dwight's pretty tall. That's true. Jim, Dwight's Jim tall. Is like six Jim four, six five. Yeah, John Krasinski's six four. Uh, Brian Baumgartner was really tall as well. Yeah, but like you could true. always tell, like those people were massive. Yeah, compared to everyone else, nah, they were shorter than me. So, <laughs> yeah, you're you're a uh, you're massive, tall. lanky Gumby, dude. What's up, <laughs> <You> fucking Gumby? <laughs> uh, do we all, we all agree Jim is the bad guy in that show, right? I'm I'm um, t- I'm Team Karen, all the way. Yeah, Karen was like the. She she took the worst end of it by being like the best person too. She like helped Jim. Wait, who's Karen? His... Oh, fucking Rashida yeah. Jones. Yeah, yeah. She like helped Jim through his fucking you know little mental breakdown when he moved to change jobs locations. Um, she drove him home drunk. She she did all the things for Jim. She moved to be with him, uh, and then you know he's like, uh, I don't really like you anymore. Well, maybe I never really did. I don't know. Oh, the, the main protagonists of the show are uh, Angela and Dwight in the last few seasons. Absolutely. Jim and Pam just become like annoying uh, tyrants Yeah, in the office, I especially will, Pam. I will say that I love that show, but I hate what they did to Andy's character. They they full on jokerified him because he had to leave for like a year and go do Hangover Two or whatever. Yeah. Oh, when he became boss, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, and then he like they had such a good character arc for him. Like he he was that annoying little fuckhead at the beginning, you know, who had a lot of anger the Nard issues. Dog. The Nard Dog yeah, was awesome, dude. The Nard Dog, and then like he had his like redemption, where he became boss and was like really good for a little while, and they they gave him a little tattoo of a Nard Dog on his ass, and they it, they made him really cool and like relatable and all yeah all that and then he had to leave and those they're sort of like let's ruin his character again i was like man why did you have to do that couldn't you just leave him alone like let him be gone for a little bit and then yeah i mean that show you know like i think we've talked about this like most tv shows if they go past six seasons it's like they're they're done like six is the most number of seasons any show should have probably i still like the the later half of it but it, it, yeah, it, didn't get, right. it didn't get Game of Thrones ruined for me, you know, where they ruined oh, that yeah. in like six episodes. That was actually impressive how badly they, they did with that show. What, the, Game the of Thrones? That, yeah. yeah. The, the fact that they were like, I guess, you know, six episodes for the last season makes sense. It, to me, is just 
like that was i knew it was going to be bad as soon as they said we're only doing we're doing eight episodes for the second to last season and six for the last season again okay so this is going to be really bad because there's way too much going on for you to condense it into six episodes when was the last season what year was that like 2012 wait of game of thrones i don't know i'm talking about the office Oh. oh, The Office was 2013 or 2012. Okay, because I, I think a big part of why The Office fizzled out, not only just like from the fact that it was on too long, but I think by 2013, if that was the last season, like that whole um, concept of like that office job, I think was already on the way out. Like I, I don't think I don't think that kind of office job environment is actually reflective of of like the median American workers experience now. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, you're right. Yes. And so I think it it had like a shelf life built into it because when it started in the mid aughts, like it was like, yeah, okay. Like this is probably uh, an experience uh, many American working adults are familiar with. But by 2013, it's like, nah, everything is like gigified. Now people are just Mm -hmm. driving for Uber or working from home. (laughs) Like, like that shit. It's just like, no one sells paper, (laughs) like a paper fucking company. You're kidding me. Like, there's no way that that could survive any longer. You know? I mean, I don't think that's why the show fizzled out, but you know, what's interesting is (sighs) the way things went in the nineties and two thousands was the big box retailers. And interestingly enough, there was, there was a moment where, uh, James Spader shouts out James Spader. I actually think he's pretty, awesome actor fucking I think he's very very what was his name billy california or some shit robert california robert california <laughs> so so he made he made a speech and i actually agreed with it and he said you know what big box chains are on the way out because what what do people do anymore they either buy everything online or they go to a small chain that has intimate knowledge of the specific product so i'm like yeah i think that in in the future or even right now, what you're going to see in the retail game is boutique or online. There's going to be no middle ground. Yeah. Mall, the mall, mall retail, dead. It's gone. Here's here's the thing though is uh, what what I've heard from you know sort of being in the industry of you know con- construction is that a lot of these places that have switched to online shopping and retail still want. Um, storefront purely because it's like it's like an ad you know like mm-hmm. they don't need to sell a whole yeah. lot there they don't need to make a, like a ton of profit but as long as it's visible um it helps so they're, they're still like brick and mortar for some reason i don't think the mall game i think you're right i think the mall game is going to die because it's all exist inside the mall but i still think like strip malls and shit like that well i'm also just like there's tons of stuff that i just want to go get right then and there and so ordering online doesn't work for that like even even amazon like even sometimes amazon you can get like next day delivery but like even that like i want to be able to go to a store and pick up the thing i need right then and there yeah especially if you have like a, a you're like wanting to use something that day Especially if it's like if you're a manly person like me who's constantly fixing, you know, uh, stuff around the house and you need to go, you know, get power tools and, you know, other manly things right, of that right, nature. Yeah. You know, yeah. wood, fucking saws, wood. Uh, gasoline, you know. Oh, uh, Can you order gasoline fucking, online? 
Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nice, dude. Um, yeah, you can order all kinds of chemicals online, dude. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Not that I would know. I actually don't really order anything. On, I, I order very little online. I don't know if, like, I ha, I think I do have a little, a little bit of sort of contrarianism in me. You guys can probably attest to that. Um, and so I just have this reflexive, like, impulse in me to do to zig when everyone else is zagging you know and uh i don't know if that's part of my resistance to online shopping or that i if i just genuinely like to go to the like i don't people talk all the time about doing like uh grocery store online grocery store delivery or the kind of thing where you you like pick out your groceries and they get it ready for you and you just go to the store and you, they put it in your car or whatever. I don't do yeah. either of that shit. I like to actually go to the fucking grocery store, walk through the aisles, pick out my shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I can't get behind fucking uh, that kind of shit. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Yeah. I, I kind of do that as well. And in terms of being contrary and like, I rail against Amazon all the time, as do you. Um, I just... I don't use it as my first option. I make every effort possible not to use Amazon. Mm-hmm. And if I have to, that's when I do it. I mean, I look, Amazon is extremely convenient. I Oh, it's 100%. I, I'm not yeah. going to pretend the like the ever. infrastructure th- the the infrastructure they have is is actually really a good it can be a good thing. I my issue with Amazon is just that all the profits flow upward to like the CEO and the the C the C-suite executives. My thing is yeah. like we should fucking nationalize Amazon and just fold its infrastructure, its network distribution network into the fucking USPS. And, you know, that way it's just like the profits are going, you know, back into the company just to make it more efficient and also to the workers who are actually doing the labor of like packing and shipping all the shit in the warehouses, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck Jeff Bezos, dude. His fucking li- <laughs> lizard, lizard, lizard ass. Dude, I don't think he has, uh, I don't think he has fucking um, eyelids. What do you guys think? I was gonna say that he <laughs> he's got perhaps the clear the clear cover. Oh yeah, or maybe uh, they they uh, they close like elevator door style on his eyes rather than you know horizontally or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe his eyes can can look two directions at once. That's how he keeps. What his is eye he on. doing now that he's like ceremonious or symbolically stepped down from Amazon? Like even though he's still you know a bajillionaire. What is he doing? He just fucking fucks like twenty two year olds probably. Probably hunting people for sport. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, Fucking, you know, snorting lines of adrenochrome. You know, eating, <laughs> eating dead babies. I mean, what else do you do with all that money? It's it's physically impossible to spend that amount of money, folks. This is the marginal uh, utility. Uh, what's that called? The principle of marginal utility. Where the it's marginal like, utility of income. Yeah, the principle of the marginal utility of income podcast, folks. Yeah. Uh, should we get should we get into the A block? Yeah, yeah, be- yeah. Before we before we go down another goddamn rabbit hole. Let me let me refill my coffee real quick, but yes. Okay. Uh, your boy's got French press going, so I don't have to get up. I got the French press as well. Dude, I, I there's nothing so more hard. than I love than just I I've, I've been getting real into waking up early and drinking coffee and it's the best fucking thing ever, dude. Are you I am extremely productive between the hours of like 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. Yeah. Oh, oh god yeah. that yeah noise, I, I get up uh, I, I, I i legitimately almost you almost came, right there. <laughs> yes 
Yeah, that sounded I, so good. <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm pretty productive then too. I like to get up and write. Uh, I have thousands, folks, thousands of uh, blog posts and failed uh, publications <laughs> that uh, no one will ever see. I get up and I write all the time, and then just stick it in my folder, Google folder, and never never look at it again. Uh, and I drink lots of coffee on my porch, and it's it's probably my favorite part of the day, honestly. Do you do you write I, analog and then trans and tra- you know transfer it? What are you saying? What do, do I do? You, what? Do you write? Uh, do you write on pen and paper? Oh no no, I write on Google Docs. Nice Google Docs, baby. Yeah, I uh, I looked at the n- number of songs that I have written. I was like, let's see how many I've I've punched Let me guess, out. Three hundred and forty. Close. I had four hundred and fifteen. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta, put, this you gotta is put a, out an album, dude. See, here's the thing: like, I'll come up with these little four uh, four bar riffs, and yeah. I'll just build on that. But I have not; I've only built out like maybe forty or fifty complete songs, which I guess is like four or five albums worth of songs. I should the Slim Ragu album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so here's here's what I'm thinking. Yeah, let's get speaking to the of A block. Yeah, speaking of music, so I was thinking about what we should put on the. Uh, the lake house playlist because mm. i've just been i've just been adding songs left and right to it and i started listening to some bob seeger hell yeah dude so i usually don't like bob seeger there's a lot of songs that i don't like but then i that song main street like one of the best down, guitar riffs of all time mm-hmm. but as i was listening to it that song like a rock and it made me think of the Chevy Silverado commercials, right? Because that song, yeah, that song was synonymous with that truck, yeah, for a solid decade and a half, I would say. I'm pretty sure they just brought that back. Branding, did they? I think. Oh, that's either that or hurt. Either that or I heard the song recently, and I was like, I just immediately thought of the truck. So I could just be making it up in my head. Like I could have some weird shit going on. So I, I was just trying to think of if there's any other songs out there that are just so tied to a specific product that your subconscious trigger is there and you just think, damn, like a rock, I gotta go buy a Chevy Silverado immediately. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, but I don't know. It's it's a tough one. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that is a tough one. There's like... Uh, I mean, I, I'm thinking of not because you're what you're talking about is like a separate song that then is used in a marketing ploy, and I'm thinking of like actual like little jingles that were written for specific purposes, and that's different. Because uh, I was thinking of like the fucking um, March Madness music or whatever, you know, it's just so strongly associated. Yeah. But that's you know that's not like a song that you know. So I'm trying to think of like an actual song now. That's a good. <sighs> That is extremely. Or that's, that's the, the NBA. NBA. That's the Round Rock. That's another one. Though. That song fucking slaps. <laughs> um, hmm. God damn. Yeah. Fuck, dude. I'm really bad at this. I'm bad at. Oh, that one song. Um, that one song uh, by Saul Williams, <clears throat> "List of Demands," was in a, a Nike commercial. Hmm. I got a list of demands written hmm. on the palm of my hand. Whenever I hear, uh, whenever I hear that Dead Prez song, I just immediately think of the Chappelle Show. Oh, uh, hip hop. Yeah, hip hop. Hop. Yeah, uh, that's a good one too. Shit. Um. I mean, I maybe 
maybe Bob Seger's Like a Rock is the best product pairing music of all time. It just can't yeah. be topped. I mean, I, it, yeah, I, I can't think of something else off the top of my head where if I heard the song, I'd immediately go to like like a pop song, you know, like a popular song, not just a song made for that specific ad, you know, product or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, Interesting. Dude. I should. Yeah, I should have thought about this beforehand. I should have explained it more. But yeah. uh, I guess that's we that those are the kinds of things we could be more specific about on the list, you know. Where we might think of stuff beforehand, right? Uh, what about? Oh, uh, uh, so here's one that I just looked up a list of it. Uh, that that U two song. I think we've uh, uno, dos, tres, catorce. So that's the song. That's the song. <laughs> hello, hello. I'm in a place called Vertigo. So that song was used. Uh, uh, I'm like, a Bono from Ireland, and uh, I I like uh, I like the Clinton Foundation. So you remember those <laughs> Apple commercials yeah. that had the silhouettes mm, yeah. uh, yes, of people yes. against color backgrounds? Yeah, so that yeah. song. Oh, I yeah, associate the iPod. The, yeah, I associate those ads with. Uh, yeah. Did, did that song? Did that band Jet and that one song? Yeah. You know, Jet's famous song wasn't that on the, those commercials? Are you, yeah. Are you gonna be my girl? Are you gonna be my girl? Uh, so yeah, I just maybe thinking of looking at the same thing, Logan. But the, uh, now one that's popped into my head, and it's less like a product, and it's it's more of a association. But the Sarah McLaughlin and ASPCA. Oh God! Oh God! Every time you Someone hear kill that me. Sarah sad, McLaughlin so song, you think of animals and pets and dogs and cats and all yeah, that and you want to kill yourself. Yeah, <laughs> you feel terrible. Yeah, that song uh, is so sad, and all those pictures of like one-eyed dogs are so sad. I know the dogs are always like shaking and shivering. I'm like, yeah, they're like skin and bones. They've been just beaten to hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, what else? Fuck, dude. Is that one of the worst crimes that you could do in addition to littering? It's certainly a senseless crime. Like, you know, again, I'm not defending murder or whatever, <laughs> but like at least with like a lot of murder cases, you can understand the logic like or you can see a motive. Like what's the fucking logic behind hurting a dog? Um, you're just you're just a bad person. Yeah, exactly. Same with littering. Just reveal. Right. Yeah, just reveals a sort of inner like character um, deficiency. Okay, so we've added another crime to the capital punishment list: mm-hmm. animal abuse and littering. Littering. <laughs> yeah, murder. Yeah. So murder we're starting to build a twenty-year sentence. You know. Yeah. Scandinavian style sentences for murder. <laughs> Scandinavian style. <laughs> Scandinavian style socialism. Scandinavian style justice. I mean, I'm pretty much gonna just move to, you know, if it were if it weren't so cold there, I would be I would just move there. If, if honestly, if the fucking social democratic states of the world weren't all located in the fucking <laughs> coldest part of Europe, I would straight if this they were in the true. Mediterranean, dude. This holy shit, dude! I would move there right the fuck now. Yeah, I mean, so would everybody. I mean, <laughs> maybe not everybody, but uh, yeah. I mean, is that the reason why you, they, they have you, to do yeah, that? Do you ever think people would get it a little bit more? If, Dude, like, you know what's interesting is they have a higher number of people who are who are not born in Sweden. Like Sweden, for example, has a higher number, of, higher percentage of uh, the population was not born in Sweden than, uh, than the percentage of people not born in America born in America. Which, you know, if you ever argue with people online about like... Uh, about like um, why America can't have like 
social democratic policies like Scandinavia, a constant refrain you hear from conservatives is like it only works over there because their their population is is uh, is um, homogenous. It's all like they're all Swedish people. They're all white people like there's no diversity or whatever. But it's mm-hmm. just not true. Like, they have a higher num- percentage of their population that was not born in Sweden than, than America does that was not born in America. It's like, we're more of us are just straight up Americans than they are Swedens. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, it, it's a, anyway, just a stupid fucking argument. But yeah, well, I wonder if there's what, if how much of that actually correlates. I don't know. Well, there's 350 million people here. So, Yes. Even if yeah, a but, million but people what, what you want to do, like the the thing that you really want to get the conservative to admit is that they're they you want them to say like they just don't like black people or they don't like non white people basically because <laughs> that's what they really mean. They're like what they're what they're saying in coded terms is like Sweden doesn't have black people, right? Or Sweden is just white or whatever, and it's like that's not that's an Sweden's insane. Sweden's full of really productive white people. It's an insane thing to say. Like we're all fucking Americans here. Like it doesn't matter what color our skin is. We're all fucking Americans. Like. You know, anyway, mm-hmm. um, uh, what what other songs were we thinking about? I think those are the big, the big ones. The big ones definitely. Uh, Sarah McLaughlin for ASPCA, and Bob Seger's "Like a Rock" for the Chevy Silverado. Yeah, I mean, you can't. I don't think you can top those. Those are just etched into my brain. Like etched a into my rock. brain. Mm-hmm. Oh, like a rock. Yeah, that's a great one, dude. Um, all right, so I was thinking about or like like CCR songs in Forrest Gump. That's all I can. Oh yeah, that's, Dude, that's CCR kind of songs are very like you hear that. Yeah, you hear the opening. There's they are maybe the band the great the the band that's most uh, talented at like opening riffs. You know. Yeah. Like yeah. they have such iconic opening riffs to their songs. You immediately know like oh that's CCR. Yeah, every Vietnam movie ever made has fortunate oh, yeah. son and B- buffalo springfield that um that oh, one buffalo shit. springfield song yeah Sick. yeah <laughs> dude dude uh well so i was thinking about totally to change topics because I, I can't think of any yeah let's songs. go no let's go yeah uh, the, you guys remember dexter's laboratory of course my laboratory you are so stupid did you are so stupid um, Get out to my laboratory. You know what they never fucking explained, or maybe they did, and I just don't remember it. Why does why Dexter? Why does Dexter have yeah a Russian accent, and his fucking the rest of his family doesn't? Like, what's why? Is he... I, I think he's. Um, I think he's make, imagining it, and it, you know he's making this character up in his head. Oh, okay. Like, so he's like a schizophrenic person. <laughs> I, th- I think so. I, I think he's because they just got, like yeah. you know he just hangs out with Dee Dee, his sister, all the time, and he's like Dee Dee. Uh, come to my laboratory. I'm going to uh, take over the world with my inventions. And she's like, oh, Dexter, you're stupid. You know, it's like <laughs> they just don't ever explain this weird inconsistency in the show. Yeah. Know? Yeah. If we're also talking about inconsistencies, uh, imagine the amount of power that that laboratory had to pull. <laughs> yeah. Did his parents ever th- stop and think, oh, why is our electric bill $18,000 this month? Also, oh, well. how did he, like, he would have needed, like, a massive construction crew to, like, get all the machinery into, you know, wh- where was it even? Under the house or whatever? Yeah, explain your, this cartoon needs to provide more answers. Yeah. This cartoon aimed at, at 10-year-old children needs some more continuity in its in its story yeah we're just giving it the neil degrasse tyson treatment here folks yeah, that's true i we sound like such dicks 
just then. I'm like, yeah, that's Neil deGrasse Tyson. Well, actual. Well, actually. Actually, um, the Earth rotates in the opposite direction, and so in the movie uh, Interstellar, uh, they're actually wrong because, um, yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson is the Ben Shapiro of the science world. That's true. Um, yeah. So, shouts out Neil deGrasse Tyson for being a, a giant turd. Uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's all. I, that's all I got <laughs> about Dexter's Lab. So <laughs> that's my contribution so, to the list. <laughs> all right, cool. So I actually, I've got something. Uh, we did the thermometer last Sunday, and we did uh, Tom Hanks movies. We're getting better and, at it, folks. We're getting much better. Yeah, and so I, I, I was reading up about the LeBron James Space Jam, and I got to thinking about live action cartoon combination movies. So I wanted to do a thermometer with the, in my opinion, uh, three most famous of those types. Okay. So where's we're Roger talking, Rabbit? So Space Jam, Osmosis Jones, oh. and Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Or Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah. let's let's. Uh, I'll I'll be the ju- uh, the judge of this one. So let's start out with Space Jam, released in 1996, folks. It's uh, 25 years old. I was seven. Is that right? Yeah, 25. Mm. I was a wee seven-year-old. A wee seven-year-old. You can go go first, Wayne. Yeah, go first, Wayne. Bitch. This is you're you're always better at this than us, so you have to. Because I, I like you know, I, I, being a kid, like I don't know how the rest of the public received the movie. I loved it, and I've never heard anyone talk bad about it. So, I'm gonna go. 82, 92. Okay, I'm going to wait. Wait, hold on. 82 what? Uh, critics. 82 critic? 92 audience. 92 audience. I'm gonna, I think okay. I may be high. But I'm going to way diverge from you because I don't know how recently you've seen it, but Michael Jordan's performance is absolute dog shit. <laughs> He's such a bad well, actor. I'm sure it is, but it, you know, like it doesn't it doesn't matter. It didn't matter at the time. Yeah, I know, but it's still critics. As we discussed last time, critics love to smell their own farts, and like you know, basically <laughs> they true. like to be ben Sh- the Ben movie? Shapiro of fucking movie criticism. All right. So I'm going to go. Critics are going to go low on it. Uh, I'm gonna go like 30, 38, oh, and shit. I also think the audience score is not that high either. I'm gonna go like I don't know, fifty-seven, thirty-eight, fifty-seven. Ph double D is coming in hot, mm. right out That's of the gate. Just off, damn. Uh, so the thermometer was forty-three. Oh, so almost, P- almost. Ph double D is off by five. Nice. And the audience score was a sixty-three. Off by so Ph is off by six. Yeah, dude, that's I, that's almost within the margin of error, I'd say. So yeah. okay, so Boom. this is the thing, though. How how long has Rotten Tomatoes been around? Uh, probably uh, since there, like there 2000. Are a, there are enough reviews to make it a worthwhile that, number. That's not the point. The point is, if people are reviewing this like ten years after the movie came out, that's not really fair. Why? There's movies uh, from like the '60s that are on there because you have to you have to think about them in their ter- current you know time space. But what about right? all the movies from like the '60s it, and '70s that people review? That's on the there? thing. You're you're there's good. You're not viewing well. It's kind of you don't think it's kind of like tough to review those movies with. There's going to be some sort of relationship between how you're reviewing those movies to what you're getting now, even if you think you aren't. You're going to have bias between time period. 
I mean, sure. There's there's always going to be sort of the problem of of interpreting a movie in from the past in the in terms of the present. But I don't think that's like endemic to t- Rotten Tomatoes. I think that's just like the nature well, of yeah, all, I mean, all movie all criticism. Reviews, but I mean, yeah, you're right. But I, it, it, I don't know. I mean, I see I see what you're saying though. Like it is like there is going to be say that there is going to be an effect. Re- you're right. Let's say that most of the reviews came from 1996. Do you think it would be higher or lower? I think it'd still be. About I think the it's. Same. I think it would be probably a little bit higher when if it was closer to 96. But it would be. But it wouldn't. It'd be that different. I don't think the difference would be that big. But it, I think you're right. I think it would be higher. I think things have a shelf life and they age poorly. Yes. It's like it's like comedy, especially dude. movies like this where you're trying to combine reality and cartoon. It's like stand-up comedy. Stand-up comedy ages like fucking milk, dude. You try to watch like a stand-up set from like even five years ago, and it's it's not funny at all. Like especially the jokes that are really tied to specific moments, you know? Right. In the culture, it's like I don't know. It, that kind of shit is like it's hard to. It doesn't age well. And movies, I think, have a much longer shelf life than stand-up comedy. But I think you're right that they, they ultimately do sort of go bad or expire unless they're just all-time greats they they do and i think this movie is definitely a little bit more tailored to the it's it's time but i don't think it's to a point where it would significantly impact yeah the 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 movie all right especially in in the amount that that wayne was off let's do osmosis that was was bad uh Uh, wait have you already looked up the other ones logan yes Okay, I was gonna, I was gonna say we can, we can switch it up and. No, I'll, I'll run these through with you, and I'll, I'll provide the commentary. Let's and, do Osmosis Jones because I, I'll go first on that because I love that movie, dude. Me too. I don't remember it too well. I saw it once, and I was. Just Did you like, have to watch it in school? I watched it in health class. Yeah. Like this is how the human body fights. It's like that's not at so all. Like, oh, this shit. is not anatomically yeah. correct at all, dude. Chris Rock as a fucking <laughs> yeah. white blood cell. Yeah, comes it, around shooting people. Fucking fat ass Bill Murray, like his like deteriorating body. It's like yeah. that's not reflective of the most people. I think <laughs> he's just like eating those those fucking circus peanuts. I remember. All right, oh, I'll go shit. on this one. Osmosis Jones. I think actually the critics kind of liked it because it was a funny movie. Like it was clever, it was well written. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna go like set. Uh, let's go 75 critic, and uh, let's go. Um, yeah, let's go 80 audience. 75, 80. Okay. Um, I don't really know how to judge this, but. You can just off. fucking price is right me, dude. I, I'm, I'm thinking about <laughs> it, but I might I might just reverse it. For One dollar, Alex. One dollar. For, for the sake of the game. Let's go 76 uh, critic, and I'll go 71 audience. Ooh, higher critic than I audience. I'm gonna, I guess the gap is small, like you're thinking. Yeah, I think it's a small so, gap. The thermometer was higher than the audience score. So Wayne got that right. The, he got the mm-hmm. proportion right, yeah. However, the thermometer was fifty-five. Oh, I way over the audience. The audience score, forty-one. Wow, that's weird. I'm surprised. Yeah, like you said, I enjoyed this movie, um, and like it had like some pretty big names, like Chris Rock, Bill Murray, uh, Molly yeah. Shannon, and Chris Elliott as well. Yeah, I I don't know. I kind of just think in general, unless the animated movie is like really deep and intellectual or not deep and intellectual but 
unless it makes like a bit I, I just don't remember osmosis jones being like that big of a movie it was not big at all i don't remember it being popular and so i'm not surprised by this score the crit yeah you were right you got that the critics liked it more which that's always kind of an an interesting upset because again critics like to be snobby oh you want to know what the one point in that movie that i remember is so they go to this like uh rock venue and it's called the zit (laughs) and kid rock is playing in it (laughs) it was fucking rule dude but yeah, I'm a they, cowboy, they, baby. It was funny because they blew up the zit and, like, in the real life portion, the whitehead exploded on. Oh, uh, God, that's gross. On Molly Shannon, yeah, it was disgusting. Mm. I can see why this movie was not appreciated, because it was kind of gross. And and you got to think, like, really, a movie about uh, a cartoon movie about white blood cells attacking an infection. Like it's it's really hard to market that successfully. Like, yeah, hey right. kids, come see some yeah, science I let, bullshit. I let my own affinity for it cloud my scientific empirical judgment <laughs> skills. So, yeah, it was a good movie though. I enjoyed it. All right, uh, who framed let, Roger let's, Rabbit? Let's do, yeah, let's do who framed Roger Rabbit. I'm going to say that Wayne should go first. All right. Um, I actually don't know when I last saw. I don't remember this movie at all. I love this movie. Um, I love this movie. Uh, yeah, so that being said, complete blind guess. I'm going to go, based off what the other two have been, I'm going to go like 62 critic, 73 audience. Okay. Um, I mean, I know this is like a sort of acclaimed movie. So... I'm going critic, critic higher. Uh, I'm going 80 critic, and I'm going 70. Uh, no, you know what? I'm going 80 critic, 75 audience, I guess. Seven, 80, 75? Yeah. All right. Uh, interesting little mix that we had there. I will say that um, you both underestimated it. <laughs> so... <laughs> uh the thermometer 97 wow i knew it was acclaimed i didn't know it was that acclaimed and the audience score and keep in mind if you're if you want to say oh it's made in 1998 there's not a whole lot of reviews uh, or maybe it's the time period there are 250,000 ratings wow and the average audience or the and the audience score is 84 damn so, uh, yeah, this movie is actually... It's a classic, um, dude. It's, it's, it's a classic. It's in the it's, Criterion was, Collection, I think. It was, and it's also in the uh, Library of Congress for its... Uh, or it's in the National Film Registry as being culturally significant and aesthetically significant because it was the first one to have dude, you know like, what else a is, cartoon uh, live action. You know what else is in the Library of Congress for being culturally significant and aesthetically significant? Uh, I, I know a lot of things are that are stupid, like uh, Jersey Shore, but my penis. what are you going to say? My penis, dude. It's aesthetically significant. <laughs> <laughs> and, and culturally significant. This was easily the most challenging thermometer. That was uh, tough. Uh, to date, even though I had, I, I really wasn't familiar with, I, it's been so long. Since I think, you know what the trick is? You really got to think of it like, 
I, I get I get too sucked into like the 60, 70 and even sometimes 80 range. Like because mm-hmm. but you really got to think of it like like grades in school. Like a lot of these movies are just straight up like a pluses in, in fucking critics heads. Like they'll just like grade it like a plus, you know, 97 percent. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess I, I get too I get too caught in the 60s and 70s and it's like. We we live in polarized times, dude. You know. Yeah, I mean, you got to also think. Um, you know, there were actually serious concepts within the Who Framed Roger Rabbit movie. Yeah, it's though. about like fucking the. Uh, it's about like fucking eminent domain, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and it's there like was a some real political conflict. Yeah, and there were absolutely terrifying sequences in that movie, like the dip yeah. when they killed the poor little shoe. I like I was traumatized. I watched this movie when I was like five or six years old. Dude, I need to do a rewatch. It's been years since I've seen mm-hmm. it. It's uh, it's such a good movie, and I it, it came back into my mind back in 2018, 2019 because people were saying that Matt Bevan looked kind of like the judge in that movie, mm-hmm. uh, the main bad guy. So pretty pretty comical. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that we can all uh, you know enjoy. Who Framed Roger Rabbit, because it is a groundbreaking film. Okay, um, yeah, so nice nice job on those thermometers. At least one out of one out of your six total guesses was, was somewhat close. The rest were pretty pretty dog shit. I had two close ones of the first on the first one, bitch. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying two I, out of your total Oh yeah. Total cumulative guesses between the the three movies was 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 good. Or one out of the six, I should say. Well folks. All right. What else we got on the list? I mean, the only other thing that I put on the list, it's, it, it was a news story that we forgot to talk about, was the uh, the Super League. I don't know if you've been following this. Oh, yeah. I, I only saw headlines, but I didn't look into it because I'm not a big soccer head. But I saw a lot of people get really angry about it. What yeah, happened? Yeah, I've seen some people get upset about it. So basically, uh, you know, right now there's all these national leagues in Europe. It's, it's kind of like... Uh, it's kind of like the MLB in that there are like lower level leagues that kind of feed into the higher level leagues. Yeah, you um, can. Um, but if you're but not the good enough for whatever you get, what's it called? Relegated. Relegated. Yeah. Yeah, but the difference between ML the the baseball in America and soccer in Europe is that teams can move up and down between the leagues based on their performance, whereas that yeah. doesn't happen mm-hmm. uh, in in the MLB or the the baseball. So basically, they were just saying that the top t- fifteen or sixteen teams in Europe. We're going to create their own league uh, similar to like the NFL, basically, where it's just a random assortment of of very valuable teams that are in this league that cannot be relegated or kicked out for any reason. And so people hated it because it, it detracts from the ability of smaller teams to compete with larger teams. You know, it kind of it ruins the disincentivizes. Uh, the it runs the spirit of the game was essentially the big point. And the driving force behind this was the American owners of a lot of the English teams, in addition to a couple of dickhead Italian and Spanish people. Yeah, a lot so of NBA players have has st- ownership stake in uh, European soccer teams. Right. Uh, so I, th- I think that the Red Sox, the Fenway Group owns Liverpool, and the Glazers own Manchester United. Uh, so Man, they basically, basically, they're just trying to Manchester. Uh, they're I'm trying d- to take Sussex. over. 
take over soccer and turn it into this uh, super lucrative venture that benefits only the the richest and the and the wealthiest. Well, like, what's your take as a as a sort of amateur soccer fan? Do you think this is a bad thing, good thing, neutral? Oh, it's a hundred percent. It's a terrible thing. Okay, it's a terrible thing. Well. I, look, I, I'm I just, a fan. I, I'm I'm trying to find the next thing I can get into arguments about on Twitter. So, it's a it's a bad thing. Uh, it's good for. The, I mean, it's a great move for the top sixteen teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a terrible move for the for literally every other team in the entire world. It's just rich people just f- finding out another way to get more fucking money, dude. Yeah, that's it. That's that's all it is. And it's like, listen. You already have more money than any other team. You already make more. Folks, like, it's what the, else do you want? What else do you mar- want? Declining marginal utility of income. We've already been over this, dude. Uh, any subsequent dollars to these fucking owners mean fucking nothing compared to me, which I should get all of that money. That would make a yeah. big difference. I could buy a boat. You know, I could go <laughs> I live. Could buy a boat. I could go live on Dale Hollow Lake, dude, in my Hell boat, yeah. and just you know. Never do anything for the rest of my life. Once I disable myself, uh, and then I, you know, can just live off disability until I'm 67 in my boat. Can live in a houseboat. Yeah. <laughs> this disability uh, bit is going to get us canceled for sure. Absolutely not. No. no. We're just we're Wait, just ahead of the curve. The, go- the government's going to like get me for disability fraud. No. Yeah, or do you think the, culture, the cultural I, warriors are going to get me for being yes. ableist? Yes. Look, yeah. I'm already disabled, dude. I'm allowed to talk about my disability. Oh, God, here we go. I'm tall, dude. Tallness oh. is height is a disability. <laughs> I have an inverted chest, dude. That's, That's a disability. True. That's true. Um, I have a cleft lip, disability. Uh, I'm an idiot. Uh, also a mental disability. <laughs> uh, probably I mean, the most can... <laughs> important one. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you can't possibly use that one. Because you have a PhD, and they'll say you you're not possibly disabled because you are a you're a young man with a PhD. You're smart. You're not an idiot. No, they, and they I'll don't just, know they, that they'll go after they'll go after the the university that granted me that, and they'll disbar them or they'll you know strip uh, dis, them of dis, their discredit. Yeah, strip uh, them of their accreditation. Like, wait, yeah. this guy got a PhD from your school. You can no longer be a school. Sorry, you're <laughs> a bunch of idiots. Um. But yeah, dude, that would be cool. We talked about this on the last episode. The only cool thing about Joe Manchin is that he lives in a houseboat when he's in D.C. And honestly, dude, I kind of want that life. Um, Mm -hmm. I would move to a beach town and just, yeah, get a boat, dock it in some harbor. Write write the the great American novel. Have you all been getting uh, YouTube recommendations for Hallover Inlet boat videos? No. No. <laughs> okay. I don't know why. They just showed up on my YouTube feed or whatever it's called. And Not I clicked algorithm. on one, and now I'm 100% hooked. I cannot stop watching it. So basically, Hallover Inlet is this uh, is this uh, little passageway from the, uh, uh, the, the inland waterways into the ocean in, down in Miami. And it's notoriously like treacherous, and so basically this dude just takes videos of boats trying to go through, and some of them like end up toppling over, oh, or just God. like becoming filled up with water. But Did you get this during like, the Suez Canal shit, dude? Did you watch a bunch of no, Suez it, Canal shit? No, it started last week. Oh, that's weird. Uh, but it, it's it's crazy to see like all these absolutely massive boats go through, and I'm like, 
you all have these huge boats, and I bet you still voted for Donald Trump. And I, I swear to God, half of them have Donald Trump flags. Yeah. They're, they're Dude, all the beautiful they're boaters. All beautiful Remember boaters? the beautiful boaters? They're all beautiful boaters. Yes. Dude, that was another great moment. <laughs> Uh, I love those. I love My beautiful the, boaters. <laughs> I love the big cargo ships that ship cargo ships. Have you seen those? The the cargo ship cargo ships. Yeah, it's like that joke that fucking um, who is that dead comedian who says funny shit? It's funny one liners. He's just high all the time. Oh, Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, he he has that joke. It's like I want to see a vending machine that sells vending machines. Uh, it's like that, but for boats, like the big cargo ships that ship other smaller cargo ships. Those are <laughs> so big, dude. You want to know what my favorite joke of his was? <laughs> I, I loved Mitch Hedberg, by the way. Um, and it's not the one that your brother put as his uh, as his senior quote in high school. Um, I can't remember. I can't believe I remember that. But my favorite joke of his was like, uh, "Do you all like that flap at the bottom of vending machines that keeps your hand from getting up there?" Uh, it was really tough go for the vending machine experts or for the vending machine owners back in the day before that invention because someone would walk up and be like, hey, what are you going to get from that vending machine? Uh, this one right here and everyone on the bottom row. <laughs> Such a great joke. Such a fucking great joke. Yeah. I love it. R.I.P. Mitch Hedberg. Hilarious guy. Gone too soon, folks. He, he loved drugs. Uh, um, what Did he die of an overdose? or? I think he did. Yeah. Famously said, I used to do drugs. I still do, but I used to <laughs> as well. It's <laughs> uh, a true statement, I guess. Well, Very true. Um, I guess that's going to do it, unless you guys got any parting wisdom. Uh, don't park your cars at busy intersections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Oof. dude, RIP. But maybe you'll get a, a payout, a nice little insurance payout. Uh, I won't because I don't have collision on my truck because the deductible was higher than the actual value of the truck. Damn. And is your other car totaled too? No. Surprisingly, they are both drivable. Whoa. I know. I swear to God, that truck could be mangled and beaten the hell out of and hit with a fucking bomb and it would still go. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, American made baby. Those older trucks are just big hunks of metal. So. Oh yeah. Might as well. I I can tell. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Cause, I mean, it doesn't have to look nice. I just I haul shit with it. Yeah. Yep. Um, that's all I need. Yeah, Slimmer Agu. Uh, this will be his uh, fourth accident where he was not involved at all, where his car was parked. So, shit happens. I don't know. Pain. R.I.P. All right. Well, remember, um, uh, Dexter is r- Russian. <laughs> family is not so people don't forget yeah. all right bye everybody great great outro have a great weekend <laughs> folks smell you later <laughs>